Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And what I'd like to talk to you all about today is how to increase your wealth when you have no cash. Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So how do you increase your wealth when you've got no money? Well, there's many different ways. And I think this is something that people are held back by. They tend to say, I've got no money, I can't do anything. Instead of looking outside the box. There are so many different opportunities that are out there to gain wealth creation and look at ways to actually benefit yourself down the track. Not only in the money element of it, but the skills, the creative nature that you come by with actually working with something when you've got no money on you. So you think about these different ways on different things that you can actually do, you can actually achieve. And when you've accomplished some of these things, it really benefits you massively. Now, I actually just spoke with on, on Facebook Live with Cameron Price, who has actually just completed his first property deal in terms of development, and he just acted as a deal finder. So he found this opportunity to do a deal. He passed that on to someone else and was able to gain a finder's fee from it. Now, he didn't put any money into that particular deal, but he had a financial reward out of that deal. So I'm going to talk to you uh, and discuss that idea of actually, and really brings up my first point of actually being a deal finder. So deep diving into some of the different methods, that first one like Cameron has achieved is actually being that deal finder. So the, the idea of offering to help others or other companies to actually, be, to actually benefit yourself financially. So maybe you might be someone like a deal finder. Maybe you might come on as like an intern for a company and be paid per sale or um, per opportunity. Uh, or you know, once you put in the hours, they might in turn bring benefit to you down the track. So you've just got to sometimes put yourself out there to be able to do those deals. And it might mean that so much more comes back down the track. So it's not about those short-term getting fifty, to, you know, a thousand dollars a week come through, come through, come through on a constant basis. It's about working maybe for free or working or and spending all your time getting the knowledge, skill, and experience of doing deals, and then getting paid down the track. So Cameron, like you said on the video, has probably gone through 10 to 15 deals, but actually done feasibilities and assessments on something like 50 or 60 deals. Now, typically what the guys training him go through is you almost need to go through 300 deals before you find that one. So Cameron's been quite fortunate in regards to getting a deal across the line this early uh, because he's way ahead of the game in terms of what the average person goes through in finding deals. So his persistence and patience is is paid off. He's done a deal. He's got a finder's fee and that gives him more confidence and self-belief that he can then replicate that and do it again. Uh, Like has been said before, rinse and repeat rinse and repeat. And that's what Cameron's journey is going to be all about now. So think about do, being a deal finder. If you're in a position that you can't get started and, and look at doing a buy and hold strategy or uh, like a development strategy and actually looking to create your wealth. The second 
point I'd like to make, and this is probably a combination that you need to do with many other things, and you actually might, in terms of these different points that I'm talking about today, is you might combine all these. You might look to do each and every one, not just one. So the second one is around increasing your income and then reducing your expenses. Uh, I guess we in Australia like to often live a fairly lavish lifestyle, so we want to put ourselves in a perspective of of um, actually spending a lot of money and enjoying all the comforts and and the experiences in life. But at times, you need to pull back some of that spending. In times, you need to take on that extra job or that two extra jobs or looking to do that side hustle uh, and looking to increase that wealth. Now, the top 1% of people will look to do that and won't get themselves in. If they do get themselves in financial trouble, then they'll look to dig themselves out of it. Uh, a lot of people often, if they have issues, they dig their head in the sand and then fall foul to financial issues, which is an unfortunate thing. If they had maybe some coaching around that, started to increase their wealth, um, bring themselves out of reducing their expenses and, and increasing that income, they can really take you know maybe a couple of years to get themselves back on track. So it's your ability to maybe get a real sense about where you are and what you need to do um, and focus on, like I've said previously, what you want and what you're willing to sacrifice. And um, Tony Meredith, who's a coach in life and business, actually talks about that quite a lot. So and, and something that he works with on with us as search party property buyers agency is really to focus on what we what we want, what we're trying to achieve for ourselves and our clients and what we're willing, willing to sacrifice. So all the work that we're doing through social media, this podcast, um, our, our seminars and events that we conduct and other areas where we speak to clients about what's going on. So the whole idea is really focus on increasing your income and reducing your expenses. The third one I like to look at is Explore the idea of money partners and really don't be scared to ask for the money. Uh, you got to really have an effect as, you know, OPM, other people's money. So we're always using other people's money to increase our wealth. Um, it, it's around that whole debt argument, debt agreement. So if you, I've spoken to quite a few people about it, you might have friends or family members that have the ability to have that finance available or money available for you to borrow it off them. Now, you as the borrower is just got to put that money in high respect. So the the ability for them to provide you with that with that those funds, then you've got to repay that favor. How are you going to repay that favor? And it might might not just be about the money. It's about the time with them, helping them in other ways to increase their wealth or their time with you or other things that you can do to help them along the way. You might um, wash their car or um, do their gardening or do some extra things that really could help you give the confidence back to them that you're in it to make the most of their money and, and their generosity of providing you with that money. So really put in the work with those money partners. What else can you do? Not just take the money off them, not just pay them interest back or the money back, but go to that next level with them when you are a money partner or you know requesting for those funds to be available. So think about those things when it comes to your own investing. Um, it's really important that we you know really focus on those ideas and really work towards 
thinking about our wealth creation, especially when we don't have any money in our bank account. It's like, what else can we do? And not a lot of people like to think outside the box. So think outside the box. There's a couple of different ways. Be a deal finder, look to increase your income and expenses, and also look for those money partners, someone that might be able to help you get to that next level, um, and then look to repay that favor that they've given you uh, time and time again. Remember those people because they're the ones that really kick you start, got you kick-started. I never forget some of those people that have helped me um, when I've been on overseas trips that have provided a couch for me. Or, um, and I, I wish that I can con- have the ability down the track when I've I gain a lot of wealth to actually go back and then either financially help them or in other ways help them through whatever's going on in their life. So that's something that I have in thought process in future because so many people have helped me and I continue to look to repay the favor to them or continue to look to pay it forward to other people. And I think that's even more powerful. So if you've been helped in the past, how can you pay it forward or how can you repay that favor? So hopefully that helps you think about wealth creation a little bit differently and look to outside the box a little. And if you'd like to talk about this idea or your personal circumstances when it comes to investing, please do give me a call on 0400 332 377. And thanks for tuning in.